0: Hello everyone, this is your homegirl Shalom saying hello from this side. A beautiful, lovely, wonderful afternoon to you all. Trust you're all doing amazing. Well, quickly today, I want to talk about a touchy subject which the church hardly talks about. And the title is Adoption. Hmm. This is one big one here. This is something that has been on my mind lately. And I realized most churches don't talk about this subject, especially on this side of the world. Adoption seems like a strange subject. Maybe the church doesn't want to talk about it or doesn't talk about it out of oversight or perhaps because of the culture, because of the side of the world we're in. Some Christians don't even want to talk about adoption now there's a possibility of wanting to adopt kids when you don't have yours, perhaps out of um, problems of infertility and some don't even want to see this some see adoption as how do i describe it now as an extra some see adopting a child as an extra you know i don't i'm adopting this child because i don't have mine so And if you adopt a child to fill in a gap that you're supposed, biological child, is supposed to fill, but then, of course, the child is not there, I don't think that is a good ground for adoption. But my point is, scripturally, I don't think there's anything wrong in adoption. I'm going to lay out a few things here from the Bible. And... To let you know through the few things I'm going to say that there's nothing wrong with adopting kids. Now some people think adoption is a white man's mentality but I'll tell you anything that has a scriptural basis and perhaps yes the white man takes it up and begins to do it. It's not the white man's then, it's from the Bible and that is a way of expressing love. To people because for every act of kindness we all make the world a better place and for every act of unkindness of course you, you all know what that means so now in the book of Esther 2 and 15 the Bible lets us know that Esther was adopted by her uncle Mordecai after her parents were killed now that is one instance of adoption Her uncle Mordecai adopted her before of course you all know the story she found favor with the king with Xerxes and she became the queen the other person who was given up for adoption because of the situations that surrounded his birth in the Bible was Moses Jochebed Moses's mother had no choice but to give up Moses for adoption because Pharaoh was killing children that age, I think, and above or beneath. I really can't remember the story. But my point is, eventually, Pharaoh's daughter or Pharaoh's sister adopted Moses and he grew up in the palace. And also became a favorite. In fact, according to history, um, Pharaoh had a son. And that was, um, okay, I've forgotten his name. Pharaoh had a son. But because of the love that Pharaoh's sister had for Moses, even Pharaoh himself thought that Moses would be fit for the throne. Of course, you all know the story. Before God called him out of Egypt and told him, you're not from there. But my point is, there is actually nothing wrong with adoption. Now, I did quite a lot of research on this, and that's why the podcast for this week is kind of late. Because at some point, I felt quite um, I felt quite disturbed, and I caught a burden for kids, for children. And when I see young children wasting away, it breaks me. It's heart-rending and it pulls at my heartstrings, just like I am very, very sure. It does pull at the heartstrings of God. I usually tell people that some people will not find themselves in hell because they stole, because they cheated, because they're looted, because they they killed, or murdered. Mm, All these things, God God will forgive you. There's some really, really sensitive topics that the church doesn't talk about, which people offend God in some things and they don't know I mean I ask people why can't you just give birth to the number of kids you know you can take care of why procreate and reproduce and multiply yeah I'm using Bible terms now so that anybody hearing me will understand why would you go ahead to have kids keep having kids knowing that reality is even putting like a restriction on what you're doing you're having four five six seven number of kids and you cannot take care of them and you know that taking care of kids is a whole lot especially in this age and you keep having kids and you support yourself with the biblical genesis 1 to 7 to 8. now reproductive rights were given to us by god himself but the same God didn't ask us to be stupid, or part of my words, my use of language now, He didn't ask us to be to, he didn't ask us to be foolish. part of my language, please. It might sound offensive, but reproductive rights were given to us by God. Be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth. But trust me, some people will find themselves in hell, not because they cheated or they stole. But because they gave birth to children and could not take care of those children. Because I said in a podcast, I think, on Christian Worldling for every single thing that you're given in this life, good health, time, money, resources, God is going to account for it. You're going to account for it, I mean. You're going to tell Him what you used the money for okay he gave your kids how many? Two, three, four. he doesn't want to know but he's so interested in the affairs of men that you're going to tell him what you did and how he imparted the life of these kids quickly I want to define adoption, adoption is a process whereby a person assumes the parenting of another usually a child from that person's biological or legal parent to parents. Legal adoption permanently transfers all rights and responsibilities along with filiation from the biological parent. Now that's the definition according to the dictionary. What adoption means. Now scripturally, adoption has its basis in the Bible. Like I mentioned the story of Esther. I'm sure there are quite, some number, quite a number of people also were adopted now christianity is more bigger than we think it is christianity is a life it's a life of purpose i call adoption touches subject because i realized that the church doesn't like talking about it maybe because of the culture like i said earlier some think if i adopt a child today It's because I don't have mine. But that is not the issue. And that is not the way I think adoption should be seen. If you look at the Bible very well, you will know that number one, God is a family man. Number two, God is an accountable being. Number three, God takes on the cause of the orphans, the needy, the fatherless, the widows. And he advises us and helps tells us that we need to help them so this is just my thought here perhaps you could reason with me i want to admonish young people today who are plan to get married who would eventually get married and who would have families and homes the fact that you're infertile being infertile is not the key to you going out there to adopt a child you can be very fertile very very fertile and you would Plan with your husband that you want to have four kids, but I think Christians should be open to the idea of a foster system. I mean, personally, I don't think there's anything wrong in it. And I think it's a subject that churches need to address. If you want to have four kids because you love kids as a man, but then you feel, and you're open to adoption, you could have two and adopt two. But then there's there's a clause there. Not everybody has that calling. So I would say this is fit for people who have love in their hearts. I'm not saying the others don't have love. Please don't misunderstand. I'm only saying some don't have it as a calling. But I think Christians should pray fully. Consider foster care and be open to foster care as a system. Knowing that it's going to be like a sort of a ministry in your home. Because the funny thing is, even the kids that you have do not belong to you. So when you know that the kids that you have do not belong to you and you're going to account, give an account to God someday, it makes you open and you'll be able to relate and reach out to other children. So, I have a few questions that have been coming in on that, especially concerning married couples. Now, adoption is something that has to do with relationships. Churches talk about relationships, but only a few churches, I haven't heard of any church that talks about adoption. Some just know, okay, we get married, we join you, be fruitful, multiply, you have kids. If you can't have kids, you have a problem. I want to tell you today, trust me, I, um, I don't think... Of course. That's part of what I'm saying now. The Bible makes us know that God doesn't joke with kids. He doesn't joke with children. The Bible makes us know that children are a heritage from God. And they are also a reward. The fruits of the womb is a reward. Some people are not given that reward not because they offended the God of the heavens. So if you do not have, it doesn't make God love you less. Some people listening to me might think, well, she hasn't been through it. I agree with you, but I'm saying Christianity is much more than that. If you can see that, even if I don't have mine or even if I have mine, adoption is actually something that is beautiful. Even as Christians, when you're born again, you're adopted into the kingdom. And all this just shows the love of God through adoption, through the foster care system. So people, I just decided to do a very short podcast on adoption and it's a really broad topic and I did a research on it, but I have to come back to it and it's going to have parts and going to have series because I'm going to lay, lay out quite some things there. Another thing I think Christians should consider is apart from being prayerful, they should be open to it and foster parents are actually difference makers. Foster parents are difference makers and fostering children moves us beyond theoretical discussions of love to the place where we are showing bold and practical love and actually seeing through the eyes of the father what love actually means in every sense of the word. So I want to round it by saying adoption for the orphan and needy or let's say let's use the foster care for the orphans, for the needy. Defend the weak and the fatherless, Psalm 82 verses 3, Isaiah 1 verses 17. Adoption shows the love of Christ. Adoption supports and preserves families and preserves love and shows love. Adoption is kind of like a mission field within your home. Adoption heals the brokenness of the world. But in all, love and a stable environment is what makes this grow so people this is your home girl signing out i'm still going to come back and touch on this topic but if you have any questions comment observations please let me know what you think and i'll sure to get back to you also there are questions coming in already especially from people who are in relationships and would like to know more And those who are quite open to adoption. Let me know what you think, people. This is your homegirl, Shalom. Sign out, say hello from this side. Oh, bye. Thank you.